In this episode, Jenna sneakily stashes a not-so-great snack in her backpack. Audrey and Toby run into an issue with their frozen peas. And we've got a big apology to make to Breesy for butchering his name. All this and more coming up on this episode of That Story Show. We'll be right back. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Cook a pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this sweet house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people. Welcome back to That Story Show, episode 451, brought to you the week of September 28, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and that's not important. James, you know what? What? I used to be addicted to soap, <laughs> but uh, I'm happy to say I'm clean now. You used to be a what? Is that, I used I used to be addicted to soap. <laughs> You're clean now. That's great. That's I'm good. I just I just like the way you paused at the wrong time during that sentence. <laughs> what? Did I you did. We there was re- a micro pause. Anyway, no, no, no. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. I I like it when accidents happen. You know. Yeah. Just don't. Um, just don't you isolate that and just play it over. No, over. no, yeah. no, no, no. I used to be a dick. No, I wouldn't do that. And also, I've never been tempted to log on to one of those AI voice generators and feed oh. it audio f- from you from the podcast and create a fake John so then oh, I could dear. make you say whatever I want and play it on the podcast and you could never say it wasn't really you. I would never do that. And I've never been tempted there we go. Really? Kind of wish you were tempted. I'd like to hear what I would say at your best. <laughs> oh, I could make you say anything I wanted. I'm, I'm so tempted to, though. I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted. Oh, man. Man, wasn't uh, Lionel Harris awesome last week? Yeah, he was a super cool dude. I miss him. I, I've been kind of chatting back with him this week, and uh, he is v- super grateful to have been on the show. He reposted us and all that kind of stuff. And oh. He's good people. Yeah, he is a good guy. I, a good yeah, guy. I, I could totally see doing that again. So. I know. Every time I talk to a, every time I am by myself, I feel really stupid about my dream to be a stand-up comedian. But then when I talk to one of those guys, yeah, I, I feel like these are my people. I could do, I could do yeah. this. They, so. they inspire you and give you hope, huh? Yeah. 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 So we always start with an opening story. This is called Sour Squares. It's from Jenna. It's a great name. I love that name. It's my second favorite name in all the world, actually, because my daughter, Jenna, from oh. Fenwick, Ontario. She says, as a girl, my mom's family was very frugal. For example, if she or any of her siblings didn't finish the plate for supper, they got to eat it as a cold breakfast the next morning. Yeah, I can relate. Uh, my kids might have had to do that once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Most often, this punishment was only enacted uh, at the picky eaters of the family. My mom was not a very picky eater, so she rarely had to eat cold mashed potatoes for breakfast. However, there was one food that my mom absolutely hated, date squares. Have you ever heard of what? this? Have you ever heard of this? Uh, yeah, I think they're delicious. Really? I had never heard of date squares. It, really? It's, it sounds like love connection mixed with Hollywood squares. <laughs> like a 60s, early 70s yes. TV show. You know? 
I'll I'll take Henry Winkler for the win. Yeah, for the X. exactly. So we'll go on a date later. Date squares. Date squares. Mm-hmm. Her mom made them regularly and packed them as a snack for school lunches. Eventually, my mom decided enough was enough. She could not eat another date square again. So from that day <laughs> forward, every time she found a date square in her lunch bag, she put it in the bottom of her backpack. And there, Ooh. there's the doom sound kicking in right there. Because if you were mm. smart, you would have just thrown it away with your lunch bag. But no, kids aren't smart, yeah. are they, John? No. Well, no, I wasn't. Like my kids <laughs> used to sneak food out of the pantry when they were little, and they would eat it in the bathroom and then throw the trash in the bathroom trash can where they knew the only people oh. in the house that emptied the bathroom trash can were the parents. You know, hmm. not not very wise. I what this little Debbie rapper's doing yeah, here. yeah. Yeah, yeah, these these snack crackers, these little goldfish package. What's this doing down here? Anyway, I'm sure you can imagine what the bottom of her backpack started to look like and how heavy it started to get. <laughs> how sticky it was on the inside, because as I recall, those are not uh, dry things. Yeah, Ugh. prune packs, prune Eight prune squares. squares. Oh, whatever. As weeks went on, eventually spring came. <laughs> so time passed. Eventually. <laughs> It was time for the annual spring cleaning at home. Walking into my mom's room, her her mom noticed an odd smell wafting from the closet. As she followed her mm. nose. She realized the atrocious smell was coming from my mom's backpack. She opened the backpack and that night, instead of eating supper, my mom sat at the table and choked down several months of gooey, mushy, possibly moldy date squares. Gosh, oh. I want to throw up. Ugh. Jenna. Hope it makes it on the show, she says. <laughs> Fenwick, Ontario. Goodness gracious. Wow. Ow. Wow. Ugh. Months old. Months old. That's, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. So I, you I, said I, you I, like date squares. I do, but not with mold on them. They were mentioned in the story as being packed as a snack. Yeah. Not like a vegetable or a main course. So uh, the, can me, you run me like a little dessert? I was about to say, run me through what what I'm missing missing here. What's what's the flavor and texture like? What would she so, hate about it? I well, I it's uh, a date is um it's one of those Mediterranean kind of fruits. They're they're dried. Yeah, and um they're like you can make all sorts of great stuff out of them. But um the way that I've had my envisioning of a date square from what my experience is it's like a uh, it's like a cookie kind of bar like a cookie bar it's got a, a cookie kind of bottom and then there's like a the processed date which is like it's it's a gooey sticky it sounds sticky horrible mess. i'm gonna be honest yeah well and sometimes they'll put like uh like chopped up nuts in it and oh. and 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 then make like a like a cookie kind of thing yeah. like a big cookie and then cut it into squares you know like you do with brownies or something right well, this it's was kind of Jenna's grandmother that was enforcing this and making this. And yeah, well. and that was definitely a sign of the times back then because I know my parents were like, you have to clean your plate. Right, yeah. No matter yeah. what. That was a big deal. Yeah. Got to clean. I mean, if, if all the effort's going in, into preparing that. Well, um, I think it was because of their parents having gone through the Depression era. Right. Yep. Don't yeah. waste anything. Don't waste anything. There are people starving in China. That's what it was. Yep. Now it's Africa. I remember hearing that. But yeah, China. 
Let's do some uh, yeah, yeah. let's do some news nuggets. We got a couple of good ones for you today. The Wienermobile is back. Hey! Did you know that they even changed the name? <laughs> they did. I heard that. <laughs> what was it that they call it? They they named it the Frankmobile. The Frankmobile. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was to get the word Wiener out of there. Is my guess. But just four months after what? announcing the shape. Uh, the, or the change, the distinctive wiener on wheels is is reverting to the original name, <laughs> and that's good because Frank Mobile <laughs> may be more politically correct, but Wiener Mobile is a lot more fun. Yeah, a lot yeah, more fun yeah. to say. So the Wiener Mobile rides again. The name change was announced by Kraft Heinz Company in May, and it was meant to pay homage to the brand's 100% beef franks and their new recipe. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You it's were trying to, to out of you were name. trying to please the the five percenters that that whine on social media. That's what you were trying <laughs> to do. So Oscar Meyer was headquartered in Wisconsin for nearly a hundred years before it moved to Chicago in 1915. What? I know the first Wienermobile was created in 1936, and it has gone through several iterations since then, including a naming, a renaming to the oh, yeah, yeah. to the Frank Mobile. That just doesn't even roll off the tongue right. Frank nah, Frank Mobile. Frank. Have you ever seen it in real life? I've seen it driving down the highway. I got I saw it in uh Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. And it was parked on the side of the road and we got to walk by it and um look at it. We didn't get to go in it. But um like there's a I don't know wiener people I don't know. I don't know what they are. They're the people that are take care of it. And you yeah, know, they're, they're called. They're I can't questions. remember what they're called, but it's like dogsters or or dog drivers <laughs> or something like that. It has to do with hot dogs, you know. The wiener people. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that. that the, <laughs> but is Frank people any better? You know. No. We're we're, we're just going to tell you like it is. We're very frank here. So yeah. Hey, uh, let's uh, let's relish today and catch up tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, so, no, that was actually not bad. Uh, okay, so the Phillies deny emotional support alligator from entering ballpark. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, let me just say a disclaimer. I believe in emotional support animals, although I also believe it is taken advantage of quite a bit. Yeah, because all you got to do if you love your dog. And don't want to create him is say, oh, he's an emotional support animal. And suddenly you get to take mm-hmm. your dog everywhere you want. And we've all seen people like this. There was yeah. a lady at the at the airport the other month. Her dogs had sunglasses on and they were emotional support animals. And I'm like, no, okay. not if they're wearing sunglasses. They it are- makes me happy to see him with his sunglasses on. <laughs> he's so cute. And she's like, just- don't pet him. He's working. I'm like, working on what? It ain't working on you. <laughs> Because you're mean. He's working on his tan. <laughs> so a Phillies fan and his emotional support animal, an alligator named Wally Gator, were denied entrance to watch the Philadelphia host Pittsburgh. Social media posts showed the gator on a leash with a harness with his name on it outside the stadium wow. Wednesday. Wally Gator is a working emotional support alligator owned by Joe Henney of Jonestown, Pennsylvania. The reptile has a big presence on Instagram and TikTok. I bet he does. Citizen yeah. Bank Park's policy on support animals is posted on the Phillies' official website. It states, guide dogs, service animals, or service animals in training are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. I, I don't see that he messed up. 
Yeah, um, yeah. It, it doesn't say anything about service alligators. No, I mean, an alligator it says animals, service animal, animals. Right? Yeah. Uh, Hennessy spoke to Philadelphia Inquirer last year and said that Wally Gator helps him battle depression and that he likes to give hugs. Henny also said that the gator has never bitten anyone yet. He likes to give hugs with his mouth. Yeah. I, I will say this. How does a gator give hugs? It's got legs like two inches I know, tall. I know. I don't know. Maybe he likes to receive them. All I'm going to say okay. is if I, I, I am a person that struggles with depression, I have anxiety. I should get a support animal and freaking why not? If James Kinnison was to have an emotional support animal, it would be a freaking alligator. That <laughs> would probably be the only thing that would help with my depression would be an alligator huh. or some sort of wolverine or okay. something like that. You know, something that, that would maybe kill me in my sleep if I wasn't watching out for it. It'd He's keep me on my toes. Constrictor. I don't have time to be depressed because, yeah, this thing might squeeze me to death in my sleep. <laughs> I got to watch out for Slinky the Snake. Slinky. And by the way, we're going to the, to the Chiefs game. In Kansas City, and I'm bringing Aww. Stinky the Snake, Slinky the Snake, with me. Slinky the Snake. Oh, I, I would think you'd want like a uh, one of those um, helper monkeys. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I could I could picture you sitting in the chair there on mm -hmm. a on a Thursday night while we record with that little helper monkey sitting right over your shoulder. Yeah, and he like could change channels for me. Is that what they do? Do they slap? Well, there's. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Night at the Museum? Uh, yes. Uh, with Ben Stiller. So remember that monkey and that? They yeah, the little one. Like in, yeah, like tiny, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Monkey. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same same actor yeah. animal. Yeah. I feel, well, they taught that one to slap, and, and it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but that's the kind of monkeys that they use for, for helper monkeys. They actually will pick things up and carry uh, them over to you and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and but it could be there for emotional support. But also, if I had a dangerous support animal, ah, gotcha. okay. it would help me lose weight because I would constantly <laughs> be having to duck around and run, you know, and hide. And it would get my heart rate up, you know, <laughs> every time uh, I, yeah. I saw Wally the Wolverine, you know, creeping behind the trash cans out yeah. in the in the kitchen, you know. I So I'm all for emotional support animals i just think they should be dangerous all of them okay. new yeah that's good oh. that's good yeah <laughs> all yeah, right please. all right so let's uh let's do some listener stories how about that okay all right like so to give hugs. He loves to give hugs. Loves to give hugs with his teeth. Just jump right in there. <laughs> Don't mind that open mouth. Yeah. He also likes to give French kisses, but <laughs> just stick your face in there. He's gonna clamp down. Don't mind that. He's always smiling. Wally the alligator. He's never bit anybody Wally that gator. lived. So. That's <laughs> All the other people he he bit were jerks, but he's That's never right. bit anybody. So I this week I did something interesting. I went through a lot of our failed theme show ideas. Oh yeah, yeah. People do send in content for them. Sometimes okay. it goes unused because we run out of room on the show. Sometimes we change the theme, like we've done recently with Fears and Tears. And by the way, we're doing another theme. Our next theme show. Only Canada Story. 
all Canada all the time. That's right. So Canadians and people who wish they were or have been there, you need to send in your stories to uh, that. You just go to thatstoryshow.com, click on submit a story, and you'll be good to go. But anyway, I picked up a lot of old stories from back in the day that didn't make it or got left behind, you know? And so today's, it was from a scary theme, like we, like a Halloween theme. So that gives uh-huh. you context for the story. And I'll, I'll try to do that for each one. Um, some of them are from our recently discarded Tears and Fears uh, <laughs> theme that didn't work out. All right, so this is called Grave Encounter. Years ago, my great uncle Tom went and bought a plot at the cemetery. While out, he wanted to see his plot. While staring mm-hmm. at his future resting place, a woman walked over to a grave and Tom looked at her and asked, whose grave are you visiting? My mother's, she replied. And then she asked, whose grave are you visiting? Solemnly, he said, my own. And her eyes (laughs) widened in terror. She did the sign of the cross and bolted out of there. Jed. (laughs) Adios mio. (laughs) I'm visiting my own. (laughs) My own grave. It's my own grave. <laughs> You're also I'm, visiting. You are also visiting. Make sure you drop in on me later. I don't hope I'm here, but maybe. I do remember going to see my grandfather's grave, mm. and it was a double wide headstone with my grandmother's name already engraved in it, yes, and not the date. Yes. And I remember being like eight, eight, and that just freaked me the heck yeah. out. It still freaks me out. It's like like when I walk by one, you know, not like I do it often, but seeing them and it's like, oh man, it's just waiting for that yeah, last date. Isn't I didn't it? even know she was going to die. You know, I, I was too young <laughs> to even think about it. And then there she is all prepared, you know, already got her name written on the board. All they need it's, to do is yeah. put a check mark and a circle around it and she's dead. You know, <laughs> did it have nice words about her too? Already? <laughs> no, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> dearest grandmother yeah what if her roles changed somewhere in there you know yeah uh she got remarried and you know things just didn't work out right all right so our next story is from the tears and fears uh genre of stories. oh yes so. you're gonna love this this is a stocking scare from rep every christmas my family attends various parties but the one we never miss is the gathering with our extended family which includes a lot of relatives. Is this intense yet? It is. Maybe. It is, yeah. man. Relatives are intense. Yeah. They, camping they is so intense. Camping. Yes. Yeah. Okay. High five. Boom. <laughs> um, my great aunt hosts this annual event, and she always fills stockings with gifts for everyone. Since she can't fit them all by the fireplace, she hangs them from her loft railing. Throughout the night, as everyone socializes and moves around, they frequently walk under these stockings. The following day, we open the stockings at our own house, and my mom discovers a surprise. It's a kitchen knife. (laughs) She immediately recognized it as part of the same Costco knife set that we owned, so this knife was sold as part of the set, not individually. Though not confirmed, we strongly suspected that the other knives in the set had been in those very stockings that people were inadvertently bumping into that night. I am sure she meant well, but but hanging knives up like mistletoe did not make my great aunt great. (laughs) 
Ooh. I wonder if they were rats. You think? I mean, maybe she was trying to send a, a message to her niece. Like, you know what? I don't like you. So yeah. this knife, I pulled it out of the drawer. I like it in this I stock. like you. I liked you before you had a family. <laughs> so get rid of them. That's kind of what I'm getting. <laughs> no, I just love the idea that the old lady put knives in there. I don't care if they're wrapped or not. If one of those things had fallen <laughs> off, hit somebody yeah. in the head, the, the stocking would just be stuck on their head because, you know, this knife would have gone through the fabric. Go <laughs> yeah. Just a just a, a, a hanging socket. All the all the, all the, the toys and junk would have fallen out yeah. of the stocking itself, but yeah. the, the sock itself and the and the knife blade sticking out of the out of the noggin. Injured soul. Yeah. Mm. I, I wonder, you know, as she was putting those in, what was running through her head? Probably whole, not a whole lot. She's a great aunt, after all. Um, <laughs> so that means she's old. But uh, she's a not so great aunt. <laughs> she, she, According to Ari. She's just like, you know, every year I throw this party and there's more and more people showing up. And we, these ungrateful souls. We have to thin the herd. We got to thin things out. I'm going to hang them up here on the loft and see how many get knocked out <laughs> by it. I can claim insanity. That's right. Let's do a quick word from our sponsors. All right, we're back. Uh, this one's called Chatter Problem. And uh, it is from Audrey and Toby, the homeschool duo. So where does your son go to school? All right. One evening when I was in fourth grade, dinner was a do-it-yourself night. I wasn't that hungry, so I started eating some peas. I took a bag of frozen peas from the freezer, and I put them in a bowl and nuked them in the microwave for a reasonable amount of time. This is a, this is a good child. I've never in my life been hungry and be like, you know what I could go for right now? A freaking serving of frozen peas. Frozen peas. Let me nuke them for a reasonable amount of but time. But these are homeschool kids, you know? Yeah, they're they're they raised a little up. different, aren't they? That's right. A little better, some would say. Someone, so I'm one. That's right. When they were done, I sat down and I scooped a bunch of peas up in my spoon. I tossed them in my mouth. But not a moment sooner, I glanced into my bowl looking for juicy peas to eat up. And then I saw a weird looking pea. I scooped it up. I took a look Ooh. at it. And then I screamed. I screamed so loud. Don't play the chaos sound effect. Okay. All right. <laughs> I screamed so loud that my mom ran into the room frantically asking what was wrong. My voice was so squeaky. I sounded like I had inhaled helium. There's a caterpillar in my peas. <laughs> I don't know why I made her sing it. There's a caterpillar in my peas. A caterpillar in my please. Please, please take it out. There's a caterpillar in my peas. That's gross. Taylor Swift's new number one single, Caterpillar oh. in My Peas. I started sobbing hysterically. See, that's why you got to toughen up your homeschool kids. That's right. There should be no tears in this situation. What if there were more caterpillars in the bag? What if I had eaten one of them? Okay, so maybe some tears are necessary. Later that night, we contacted the company, and they said that they would only compensate us if we had the bag. But who would keep a bag full of caterpillar peas? Mm, to this day, okay. I've never eaten Kroger brand frozen peas. That story shows sp shaming. sponsored by Kroger. <laughs> Not a sponsor. And when I do eat frozen peas, I check all the peas. That's a job right there. 
That's a commitment. <laughs> that means she was Man. truly, truly hurt. I recommend you also check out your piece for legal reasons. Hope it makes it on the show. Audrey and Toby, the homeschool duo. P.S. Your show is five stars every time. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, Audrey and Toby. Thank you. Check out your peas for legal reasons. Man. I would think you'd check out your peas for health reasons. Yeah. I just I just think, though, you should be able to buy a bag of peas and not have to worry about bugs being in them. Call me crazy. Mm, yep. Yep. I've seen many a video on the old internet here and uh, people, you know, washing their uh, strawberries and yeah. stuff and finding little bugs. Crawling little off. bugs. Yeah. Apparently I those just, little bugs are on everything, though. Like yeah. not, not just strawberries. And they're yeah. part of our nutrition. Yeah. They're good for I us. I mean, I figure ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. Just eat the strawberry. Just eat the strawberry. Just like the eat shrimp. Them. You know, people start freaking out. When I was a kid, the little brown stripe stayed. You know? We just figured <laughs> it was his backbone or something, or his nervous system. It wasn't yeah. until years later and thousands of pounds of shrimp later that we found out, oh, that's, that's shrimp poop right there. That's the, sh that's the poop shoot. Goes right down the back. So yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know that. So now that I know, it kind of ruined it for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you have to scrape it out now. Well, now I go to places that do it for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yeah. So and most of the places shrimp. seem to do it, so it's not a big deal. But this is bold. If that shrimp's bold, it's gonna be in there, man. I will tell you this: when I was like in second grade in elementary school, was at lunch. And the lunch came, you know, I don't know what it was, but it had a small salad in one of the, the sectioned off areas, you know, how yeah, trays used to be. Trays with all the squares on them. Yeah. I don't even know what they're like now, but the plastic the same. trays, though they are. <laughs> we got them. Anyway, I ate the piece of lettuce off the top, and daggum it, there wasn't a caterpillar mm. sitting up underneath that second piece of lettuce. I was like, <laughs> this was before you could sue people or raise a fuss. Right. So me being a kid, I was just like, hey, everybody, look, <laughs> it's, I got a <laughs> caterpillar on my salad. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we have a school pet. You know, I wasn't the brightest duck in the pond. So, yeah, I was just <laughs> happy. I was just happy. I didn't eat the rest of the salad. Um, oh, good for you. But I, I think I did tell the, the monitor, you know, the people that were watching over us. No, just the monitor. Oh, you know, there'd always be uh, people walking. would beat you up, probably. Yeah, she would have. She's like, wait. That's my emotional support caterpillar. <laughs> you put that thing back. That's squiggly wiggly. <laughs> squiggly wiggly. Don't you see the little tiny harness you see <laughs> with his name on it? How oh. dare you call that thing dirty? <laughs> That's my baby. That's my baby right there. Okay, so this uh, next story that John's going to read is called Terrible Tears. And I just want to mention, in context of Tears and Fears, it's, uh, it's somebody being brought to tears in a, in a, in a drastic way. So, in a drastic way. Yeah. So hit us it's, with it. It's, I, I like the story. I think, you'll, I think everybody will like this. Too. Good. This good. comes from Brees in Ames, Iowa. I am currently a freshman in high school, but this story happened in around third grade. I'm the oldest sibling in my family, and I have one sister and three brothers. Uh, we live on a farm and usually have a couple of outside farm cats to help with our mouse problem. My sister loves our cats, and one of her chores is to feed the cats and our dog. A few days before this story takes place, our oldest cat, Pumpkin, had died. Aww. 
my parents and I took turns feeding the animals so that my sister wouldn't notice. However, that day, <laughs> that fateful day, she fed the animals while we were waiting for the bus. I was standing out there with her, and she turns to me and says, Where's Pumpkin? As a third grader, I did not have any filters, so I look her directly in the eyes, and I say, quite bluntly, Pumpkin's dead. <laughs> my sister bis- <laughs> My sister... <She> <laughs> She burst into tears, and I got a scolding from my parents who insisted I should have had more tact. Yes, I've met a lot of third graders that have a lot of tact. None. They, uh, they don't even know what that is. What's tact? Is, is that what you hang the stuff up on the cork board with? Yes, it is. Yes, I got it is. lots of tact. <laughs> I just as firmly insisted that I couldn't have had said anything else. What do you want me to do, lie? I know better now, but back then, I firmly believed that was my only option. Anyway. I hope it makes it on the show. Where's Pumpkin? Where's Pumpkin James, my emotional support cat? Oh, he's dead. Uh, (laughs) No, Pumpkin! I don't know why they thought they could keep it from her. And and then, also, who gets scolded these days? (laughs) Scolded. We were scolded. He's a freshman in high school, so I mean... Yeah. Yeah. This is from 2023. Who gets scolded? I don't even think I that word's in the dictionary anymore. When you live on a farm, I think that oh. word actually is part of your regular. Yeah. Yeah. You get a good, I good scolding. scolding. I, whenever I, yes. I kind of get confused or maybe I store it in the same part of my brain as scouring, you know, like a pot or Scour. something. So, yeah. so getting or scalding. scolded. Yeah. Or scalding. Yeah. Scalding hot. Uh, is it's just all kind of mixed together to me, like like they're they're puking yep. lava on you and then and then <laughs> washing you like. out with a Brillo pad, you know. <laughs> I got scolded again. I got scalded, oh, scolded, and scoured all at one time. It's great. Thanks, Brees, Bre- whatever your name is, Brees. <laughs> Brees. This is uh, Fire Drill Fun by Ryan Goose Grusen, sir. Groots, Grootsner. I did it. I, I am Grootsner. From Newburyport, Maine. Massachusetts? Oh, yeah. Okay. Maine is M E. This is M A. I think that's Massachusetts. Yeah, it's, it's it's not Maryland. Maine. You're right. No, that's M D. You're right. You're right. Um yeah. I'm just gonna edit it out and make it make it like I said it the first time. Newburyport Maine. Crap. <laughs> I give up. Uh, This story takes place a few weeks ago at my school during a fire drill. It happened to be in lunch when this fire drill occurred. So like expected people brought their lunch with them to eat whilst the drill carried on. My school is nuts and has some discipline issues. So the fire drill is going on. The whole school is getting in rows on the football field for about five minutes before mayhem breaks out. Soon after, teens being teens, they are starting to run around, which is not supposed to happen. (laughs) This all turns bad when one kid who hates this misbehavior tosses a part of his sandwich at another kid. Exclamation point. The kid then revolts by taking his friend's orange and chucking it right at the kid. The first kid. I'm sure you can tell where this is going. Yes, the whole school had a food fight during the fire drill. (laughs) Nice. Needless to say... The fire drill went on for 
a lot longer than planned due to the addition of a talk from the principal. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we don't have fire drills anymore. Can't have nothing around here. You and your emotional support, Orange. (laughs) That's right. That's right. This is Massachusetts after all, right? You guys are getting a scolding. (laughs) That's right. Whilst eating your lunch, see? I'm going to scold you. Uh, greasy high school food and homemade sandwiches covered the football mm. field. And oh, all. And no. still, at this moment, you can probably still find a slice of turkey or two lying around. <laughs> Ryan gross. from Newburyport, Maine. <laughs> still Maine. He's up there somewhere. M-A-I-N-E. What is, it shouldn't be yeah. M-E, Massachusetts. All right, fine, whatever. Mass. Uh, if that were to happen here at my school, you would not only get a, a talking to from the principal, but the athletic director Ooh. would come out because we have one of those those turf fields. Yeah. And they're like very particular about what goes on those turf fields. You can't, they don't even want like Gatorade out there because, you know, you pour it on the ground and it gets stuck in the turf and it, right. You got to be careful what you put on the turf field, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, just just no no peeing in the grass over there. Nope. So peas nope. off the limit. You know. Yep. When no you said Gatorades off off the list. Probably no candy. No at can- all. Oh, no candy. No chocolate would no be bad. No high heels. <laughs> oh, fit. Wear high heels out on the field, man. I don't know why anybody would do that, but there's a sign: no high heels. No playing soccer in high heels. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad they got it figured out. I'm glad there's rules in place. That's what keeps us yeah. safe from emotional yeah, support right. animals and stuff like that. Right. I, they should have a sign out there that says no alligators on the field. That way, just in case, yep. Wally the Gator, Wally Gator shows up. Yep. Yeah. Well, James Wyman sent us a, 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 a peach of a story. A peach? We'd call that? I don't know. It's a great story. This is Wiper Wow. Wiper Wow. Sounds like a... Sounds like an infomercial. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's Vince with Slap Chop. <laughs> didn't he do that? Yes, didn't he Vince did Slap do, uh... Chop and ShamWow. Yeah. And ShamWow. That guy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> summer was coming to an end here in Oregon, which only means, which only means nine months of rain was headed our way. Mm. It only means that, James. Only. Summer comes to an end. Yeah. The, the wiper blades on our car were old and worn, so off to the auto parts store I went. Being from rainy Oregon, 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 Oregon. How do you pronounce that? I've always wondered. It's, it's a state. It's pronounced Maine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most states <Yeah>. are. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon. I don't even know. Oregon. Oh, Oregon. I don't, I don't know. Now I'm really confused. Anyways, I'm going to from Oregoni. <laughs> now the word looks weird. Now I've looked at it so long. It looks like it's like a it's, alien planet or it's something. Two letters from Oreo. I'll just say that. Now I've really messed it Oregon. up. Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. That's what I'm going to call it. Oregon. Okay. Being from rainy Oregon. James, <laughs> correct me later. James Wyman. I normally buy higher-end wipers as they will be used a lot. But that day, I was feeling a little thrifty. A little thrifty. I bought the cheapest wiper blades I could find. I opened them up and threw away the packaging and the receipt and installed them right there in the parking lot. Mm. Well, later that day, it just so happened to rain, so I thought it's time to test these babies out. 
And oh my gosh, they sucked. <laughs> That's how he spelled it. Yeah. Yeah. All caps. They, all caps. I guess I should have shouted it, but I didn't want my mic to clip. So, anyways, they streaked and smeared water across the window so badly, I could actually see it easier if I didn't use them. Oh, boy. That's awful. <laughs> kind of wipe. It's not a wiper, it's more like a, a window smearer. Yeah. I was upset, so I returned to the parts store quickly, and luckily the cashier recognized me and said I could return them without the receipt. So I marched out to the car to remove those crappy cheap wipers, and that's when I finally noticed the semi-translucent covers on the plates. (laughs) (laughs) I took them off and gave the window another test wipe, and guess what? (laughs) They worked fine! fine. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. Uh... Now this... This is where I would not have, I would have just left, but, but James Wyman, being, being a man of humility, uh, walked back into to the store and talked to the cashier and admitted, he says, I admitted my stupidity. The, the cashier tries to make me feel better by saying that he has had people return car batteries, only to find out that the batteries work much better if you remove the plastic covers that are on the terminals. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James says, I still felt dumb, but not dumb enough to not share it on the show. Oh, yeah. That's close enough to I want to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. I hope it makes it. I was pretty dumb, but not dumb enough for your show. So how many stories are you guys keeping to yourself because they're too dumb? All you have to do is yeah. send them anonymously, and we yeah, will read them. That. If you're too it's ashamed, like a confession. we'll share them yeah. with the world. It's good. Yeah. It's like a confession. It makes you feel better telling the world and nobody knows. That's right. And like, if you like wanted to say like, you know what? I had a story making on his awesome podcast and then you could share it that way and say, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. You can totally do that. Totally. And uh, you would be a happier man for it. Happier man. And you wouldn't maybe need an emotional support animal. So (laughs) emotional support caterpillar, an emotional support podcast. That's what you need. Yeah, that's what and we do. We can be that for you. Yeah. Today, now, um, we got some middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it! Uh, move out of the way, stupid. This is from Braden. Of course, it's from a Braden, Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Oh, Bra- yes, Braden. Uh, hello, James Braden. and John. I would like to tell you a story. The has to do with me, my mom, and a dark room where my mom was sleeping at night. It started when I first went to bed and fell asleep. After four hours of sleeping, I woke up at midnight. I felt thirsty, so I went to ask my mom if I could get a drink. So I went over and just stared at her, hoping she would wake up and not be mad. Sadly, she had an air freshener that glowed red. (laughs) She awoke and screamed, definitely (laughs) terrified of me just staring. Then she yelled, I could accidentally punch you. But it worked out in the end. P.S. I am in middle school, Braden. I could have accidentally punched you, but it worked out in the end. It worked out in the end. I didn't get punched. It all worked. I got my drink. I got my drink on. You know, I had to go back to bed. Why Everything would you need to ask? Why would you need to ask? How tight of a hold does your parent have on you? Yeah. Is helicopter mom much? You know? If you get out of bed in the middle of the night, you must wake me up. Wake me up so I can get you a drink of water. See, my, my daughter would do this. She would wake up from a nightmare and she wouldn't want to disturb anybody. 
So she'd go to her mom's side of the bed and just stand there and stare. <laughs> yeah. Like paranormal activity for hours. <laughs> for hours. <laughs> and my wife would eventually wake up and then scream her blooming head off, waking me up and everybody else. And my daughter starts crying. It was just terrible. And then my mom, oh. th- here's what Jen did. Jen would just say, get a blanket and lay it down beside the bed. And so let's put the daughter who was scared of the dark. Let's put her down near the monster that's under our (laughs) bed. She could be eye to eye with that monster under your bed. (laughs) So she got no love, no come on in the covers, nothing. If she had come over to my side, I'd have been all about it. Baby, do I need to come tuck you in? I'll I'll lay down with you until you fall asleep. You know, this, that, and the other. But they never knew that about me. They just instinctively went to their mother for this, this, uh, this love that just didn't exist. My wife, my <laughs> wife was not the most nurturing mother. You know, I, I was the nurturer, but they, they never came around mm. to my side cause they were too scared of the big fat man in the bed. So <laughs> I snored a lot too. So that might've had something to do with it. Anyway, I was having scary dreams about snores. <laughs> we got some announcements. Hats are available on Etsy. Have you heard about these? <laughs> Mm-mm, Have you heard mm-mm. about them? They're even available in Maine. Um, you they, can, really? Yeah. All the way up there? And if you really want to, when you buy one, I will take a marker and write emotional support cap on There you go. On it. Yeah. And for extra or for free? For free. Absolutely for free. Oh, yeah. They're $20. I ship them to you. They get to your house. You get a, a tracking number and everything. It's great. So subscribe. You write puns on the inside of them. Like, I got you covered. Or something like you, that. You know what? I looked up uh, some slang terms that my kids use, and I found yeah. out what no cap means. Do you Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, no cap. Do you know what it means? It means no crap. Well, it means no lie. It means it's the truth. No yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's so, cap. so that's now cap. I want to make a TikTok that's me as an old man. Old men using cool words. And I want to say, that's a cool cap, no cap. You know, that's a cool cap. No cap. <laughs> so it'd be funny. But yes. anyway, if you subscribe to that story show on YouTube, you can become my favorite person. Um, how just by subscribing on YouTube to that story shows YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at James W. Kennison. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, not. We changed that story it. Show? We changed it. Oh, really? Yeah. So James W. James W. Kennison. Yeah, check it out. And uh, we do shorts twice a week. And we're going to start posting clips from our podcasts. It'll be a lot of fun. Check it out. Yeah. And then uh, if you ever wondered what we look like, you can find out on. That uh, is true. If you don't want to know what we look like, I both we both look like John. Yeah. What? No, that's not a good thing. We're both attractive men. In our mid forties, so yeah, no, no, that's it. Yeah, I I look like the Rock. Just in case you never even want to find out, I I I'm as strong as the Rock. Yep. But I have a face that looks better than his. Right. And, and I I ha- I look like Tom Holland. Tom oh, with a oh, very a deep voice. Young man. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not British, but I look I look British. Whatever that With means. Good teeth. Uh, we do have a theme show coming up. Our next theme show. Only Canada Story. All Canada, all the time. 
All right. We know you're there, Canada. We know you listen because you send in your stuff. So whether you're a young person, a middle person, or an old, old, old person, uh, get on that story.show and click on submit a story and send it in. We want, it doesn't have to be about Canada. We just want Canadian people. Okay. Now, ah, if it right. is about Canada, that's great. And you're not a Canadian, send it in. But Double bonus. we just want a Canada themed show. Okay. I hope that spells it out for you. Uh, this podcast is possible because of our members who support us, even though they don't have to get that story show premium which includes ad-free listening, swag, and a weekly bonus podcast called Stuff That Didn't Fit on the Show. Try it out for seven days. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash that story show. We, we had a guy sign up just uh, today, actually. And really? Yeah. His name is Nick. So thank you, Nick. And Heather, Thanks, thank you Nick. for signing up. Uh, to our membership program and supporting the show. Special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. And that is all we've got for today. Surely you have a funny life story. You need to send it into this show so we can read it. Submit your story at thatstory.show. Call it in toll-free, 833-55-STORY. And while you're there, join our mailing list. And remember, hilarious stories, we've all got one. So you need to share yours on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, John. Bye, James. Fuzzy in the chat room says it's Oregon. Oregon. I picked up some peas. Oops, I have to start after this point. I grabbed some peas out the freezer, please. I put them in the microwave and set it to three. You think it would kill anything inside. But I pulled out those peas and there was something hiding. I bit a big bowl in my mouth. But there was something there it was walking about. It was a caterpillar and it's fuzzy too. They said they'd give a compensation, that's all they would do. And now I'm scared of peas. I'm scared of peas. Please, please, please don't get them near me. I don't want nothing. I don't want you to tease. Just please, please, please keep the peas from me. Yeah, keep the peas from me. Yeah. I wish I could have sing about the alligator, but oh well. Uh. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.